You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. Chiefs were back on the practice field on Wednesday, preparing for their Week 3 contest against the Indianapolis Colts. We heard from head coach Andy Reid, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster, linebacker Nick Bolton, and cornerback Jalen Watson. We'll go in that order, starting with Andy Reid, followed by Patrick Mahomes. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll wrap things up with Juju Smith-Schuster, Nick Bolton, and Jalen Watson. Here's Andy Reid. The guys that won't practice today are uh, Bucker and Dana. So Bucker has the ankle, Dan has the calf. Um, we've, we've had a couple of personnel things uh, go on here. You, you're aware of Willie's situation. Darius Harris can fill in there. I mean, we've got people to fill in, but Darius uh, has a chance to step in there. Um, and then we uh, have Bennett White Whitling that uh, joined our team from the Rams uh, previously from Holy Cross. So. Uh, defensive end. All right. So other than that, uh, we look forward to the challenge of playing the Colts. Um, we know they're a good football team, and in this thing, you, it's record aside. I mean, um, they're talented. They're well coached. It's a well organized organization. So um, we've got to make sure we have a good week of, of practice, and that's starting today. So that time's yours. Well, he's coming off good preseason. Um, he kind of knows everything. He's a sharp kid. So I think he'll, you know, he's tough. Got a good concept of the defense. So he, I think he'll do a nice job. Uh, physically good size. Cody, with, uh, with Indianapolis being that close to the playoffs last year, they felt that a quarterback switch was needed to bring him back line. What have you seen the first two games that, uh, I mean, gives you signs that, not that they're not a good team in World Cup because they are, but they've had problems trying to close out, obviously. You know, they tied with Houston, who wasn't exactly very far now last year, and then last week, uh, not being able to score against Jacksonville. Yeah, so, I mean, this time of the year, you you got to prepare yourself for, you know, anything and everything. Obviously, Ryan is—he's proven to be a good player, and so I, I, we don't get caught up in all that. That we know what he's capable of doing, so we don't—we don't mess around with that. Yeah. We just get ourselves ready to go against their scheme, right? Sorry. Go ahead. Um, and you all made aware of, of Willie's suspension? Yeah. So they—they they went through Brett. Um, probably a better question for Brett. I don't know what we can say and can't say on it, but. I'd probably leave it at that, and then I, we can get that to you. I'll check with our our people here. So we had an idea. We had a heads up on it. The exact date, I can't, you know. Sorry, Coach. Yeah. Uh, on the subject of Willie Gay, I know there's the, the past 
penalty part of things. There's also, you know, he, we talked to the like, training camp and he was talking about his mental health and we know that's been a subject and it seemed like he was in a really good place and things were going well. And, you know, we can imagine football is very important to the kid to take him away from that. Have you have been in no competition committee meetings about how, what's the right way for Willie to you know, not be involved, to be involved and to make sure that he's getting everything yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's a that's tough to, to answer. I have been in on those meetings. Um, the league's very sensitive to issues off the field. They're also sensitive to the mental health um, part of it. So and Willie and I had a nice visit. Um, you know, we've got Dr. T here. So Dr. T has talked to him, and his position coach has talked to him. Brett talked to him. So. He seems to be in a, a good place that way right now, um, and he does. He loves to play the game. You know, be a, be a long four weeks there, so for him. But we'll, uh, he's allowed to come back here after two weeks, so we'll have him right here. And uh, but I think he's, you know, he's a, he's in a good, good as good a place he could be for, for that. And we'll, we'll be in touch with him and stay on top of all that part. This could, be a, this could be a very big question, but is he not allowed? Since he's not allowed to appeal it uh, via the CBA or no, that yeah, you can ask Brett about that. But those are those are Chris Shea questions. Um, I'm not gonna. Coaches, and the follow-up kind of to what uh, Nate was asking about in the off-season. Do you, do you have? Do you get an indicator, or do you guys just say, "Hey, this, we read all the policies on it, and in the off-season we know we're probably going to be losing Willie for." Yeah, I mean, we, we had an idea something was going to happen. So we've, we've tried to prepare for it the best we can. So just in case it did. And the Darius uh, Harris has been around for a while. You guys had him. He was injured when he was a rookie. You still kept him around. Obviously, you saw something in him. What, what was it you saw in him that led you to believe he could develop into a pretty good player? Yeah. So I'll tell you, you know, he's, he's smart. He's instinctive. Mm-hmm. He's tough. He's got a good grasp of the defense, and Spags does quite a few things, you know, with, within the scheme. So you, you've got to be able to process all that, and he does a good job of that. How important does uh, Nick Bolton become uh, over the next four games as, as you're trying to work Harris first and then maybe someone else even in? Yeah, so Nick, uh, I mean, he's, he's important every week because uh, he controls that thing. So um, I would tell you um, just, you know, he's – Important every week. <laughs> That's what I tell you. <laughs> and the, um, just the overall, like in the NFL, there seems to be a lot of people talk about the consistency and suspensions in these two games or four games, six games, what have you. Just what are your overall impressions on just how the consistency is with these, you know, suspensions? Are you surprised by any of that seem to come to come through? Uh, listen, I, I'm. Um, that's a loaded question I, that I don't want to lose money on or not money on. You know, but I, I, and I'm not really familiar with every little thing that happens uh, to each team. You know, I don't know that right off the bat. So um, I think they try to be consistent with it the best they can. Coach, when you, coach, when you think about when you think about the timing of it, um, we you know after week two, um, does that surprise you at all? Did you guys have any indication that it'd be after week? Two? An idea of be in this area here. Which with um, Willie Gay is so fast, and his speed, I'm sure, is hard to replace. So, what kind of adjustments do you have to make when you don't have that speed in there? Yeah, no, he is. He's a fast player, but we we should be okay with that. We should be uh, good with Darius. You know, he'll be he'll be all right there.
all that stuff. Just as a play caller and a coach who coaches offense, I don't know if you feel for him or sorry for him, but he's been on this like quarterback kind of hamster wheel trying to find a guy. How difficult of a job is that for a coach to try to indoctrinate a new quarterback each and every year to go through that um, after he, you know, he had a franchise quarterback there and they kind of had the rug pulled out from under him late in the, in the game. That yeah, so I'm, I'm good friends with Frank. He, he does a heck of a job with it. Um, and uh, it's tough, but he's got he's got some good guys that have stepped in, so done okay for him. So um, still early in the year here, so uh, you know we got to make sure that we're right. I'm not as concerned about all of that is <laughs> making sure that we we do our jobs. Leo, uh, Leo Chanel is a rookie, and he probably would involve a position switch for him. But did you was he at all a strong consideration for taking Willie's spot? Yeah, he's playing quite a bit at the other spot, so um, we've just kind of left him there. Do the same. We want to make sure we have that taken care of there too. Thanks, coach. I'm sorry. I keep That's all right. Jumping in too early. I keep jumping before the snap. Um, we talked to you Monday about short yardage situations. Um, as you review that, you know one possibility is is using a quarterback sneak, a play that's been effective throughout the history of the league. I just wonder. Have you reconsidered that, and why the reason to not use that? Yeah, that wasn't uh, the case on those two plays the other day. Um, we had some mechanical difficulties, so we got to make sure we scheme-wise we get we, we blocking the right guys and go the right place. There were a couple of problems, mistakes. Have you reconsidered using the quarterback scheme before? Is that something Pat and you have talked about? Um, well, he's asked me about it. <laughs> well, you saw what we did. <laughs> we, you know, we used uh, Bell in there to do it, you know. Andy, those third and shorts were obviously something you guys were really good at last year. Did you just look at these two games and say something? Yeah, we were wrong. We, we were wrong on what we did and how we went about doing the job. So as coaches, we got to make sure we're putting the guys in the right position that the guys do the right thing. I mean, that's really what those came down to. It wasn't, um, you know, we'll get that thing. For these first two live looks, how do you sense that Patrick is trusting the offensive line to give him enough time to sort of maneuver there? Yeah, I think I think he's got a good trust in, in the guys. Um, they've gone against two pretty good defensive fronts. And uh, we got another one coming up here. This group is uh, fully loaded. They've got speed on the outside. And they've, they've got uh, big, strong guys with some flexibility, run pass flexibility inside. So um, it'll be another good challenge for us. But I think uh, Pat's got pretty good trust in those guys. A couple more guys. Scott just got those two steps at the very end. How do you feel about where he's at progressing? Yeah, he's doing a good job. He, he'll gradually get more every week um, as we go. So, um, you know, this this that game actually was just how it worked out. But I mean, he'll he'll be he'll keep getting involved in in the game plan more. Good story. Oh, go ahead. Coming off the Chargers game, and then you've got the Bucks next week. How do you keep the guys 
focused on this week and not kind of skipping over and starting to worry about a tough game in Tampa? Yeah, well, I mean, you, you saw the other day, I mean, Sunday that you can't skip over anybody. Not that our guys would, but there's so much parity in this league. It's crazy. I mean, every game you got to be spot on. And um, so I don't think anybody's looking at that game. And I, I sense that there's a big focus on this team. This team is very talented. So you got to stay, stay on top of that. Just in general, because I know it's been a long time since your first year as a head coach, do you remember your first game and how, how different it was to be calling the plays, managing the clock, managing everybody else and doing that? How big of a shock to the system is it when you do that for the first time? Yeah, there, there might be a hiccup here or there. Yeah, I remember it well. Um, one mistake in Philadelphia. <laughs> It's like dog years. Specific to Harrison Butker, how much concern is there that he's dealing with the, the, those dreaded and tricky high angle frames? Yeah, so um, they're, they're tricky. Um, I'm not necessarily telling you it's a high ankle sprain, it's an ankle sprain. Um, but it's a matter of getting the swelling out. So, and and letting the tenants there heal up a little bit. It'll be all right. Great. How you doing? How's the team doing? Getting ready for Indy, off a little bit of a break. People are talking about you've got some tough opponents after them, but what is your focus on the Colts? I, I mean, the Colts are a great football team. I think all of us understand that. If you look at their roster, um, they have playmakers everywhere, guys that made plays in this league for a long time. And we understand how tough a, of an opponent it's going to be, so uh, we're not looking ahead at anything. We're, we're looking straight at the Colts and know it's going to be a tough matchup for us to go to Indy in their home opener and try to find a way to get a win. Patrick, the past two weeks uh, and two games to look at some things. What do you feel that the offense needs to improve upon most as you go forward? Yeah, I think we just keep getting better. Uh, I mean, we, we, we've done some great things. Uh, we've, also, we've also done stuff that we can get better at. Um, we got to just continue to find ways to have explosive plays. Um, I know it's tough sometimes the defenses that we get, um, but we want to make sure that we still take advantage of that and keep that in our offense. Um, and then whenever we need to be patient and try the length of the field, uh, we got to continue to do that. So uh, um, you'll keep getting better with new receivers and uh, younger guys that can kind of evolve in the offense, and we can keep opening the offense up even more. I think that, I mean, it goes with me, obviously, getting them the ball um, in certain situations where we can get uh, easy completions to them and stuff like that. But at the same time, I think that Coach Reed does a great job of that. Of If he, they see the plays that are called, they know that their play is designed for them. Um, and if defenses take those away, they understand that you get to the next progression of the read. Um, and they're great guys like that. And so um, they're going to have their big games. Uh, obviously, this last week, uh, that was just a really good defense. The other guys stepped up and made plays. But uh, you saw in week one, I think you'll see the rest of the season, there will be days when those guys will have big days, and I think they'll be ready for it. What your leadership hat on? I, Willie, I know you're close to them, obviously suspended. Whatever you're willing to share, what, how do you encourage someone? Just to kind of you know stay focused and, and stay in the in the mix, even though they maybe will be out of the facility for a couple. Of weeks. Yeah, I think he'll handle it the right way. Um, 
obviously the whole situation uh, was a bad situation that we don't we don't want it to happen. But at the same time, uh, we love Willie as a guy, and we want him to uh, come back in and still be a great part of this team. Um, and so uh, we'll continue to move forward against some tough opponents while he's gone. And I expect those younger guys to step up and make plays happen when they're getting their opportunity. Short yardage, and you with the quarterback sneak, and he said you were kind of lobbying for a little bit more. He was asked, "Well, how'd it go? What he say?" And he said, "Well, you saw what we did." Mm-hmm. So, making pretty clear, he shut you down. Would you like to do that? Is that something? How how hard do you lobby? How'd that conversation go? Yeah, I think the most the hardest like the hardest I've ever lobbied for it is kind of in the playoffs. I'm like, I mean, we're here now. I want to go and get that first down or t- touchdown. Um, but uh, we trust in those running backs. We trust in our offensive line, uh, especially when you got a guy like Burt, too. I mean, he usually he's pretty good at getting those first downs. Um, but, uh, I mean, I think I, I've only technically not got it one time in, up near the red zone, and I still think I was in the end zone against the Chargers a couple years back. So um, I'm, I'm usually pretty good at the quarterback sneak. So even though he says that he doesn't ex- expect it to happen, I think there, I mean, there, there's a time and place for it. So uh, we'll keep that, I'll keep that on his radar. Even with that said, you feel like you've run your last quarterback sneak in your career? No, my, my plan is to save it until the Super Bowl. So uh, one of these one of these Super Bowls, I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak in there and do it. It's the least expected thing, obviously. Um, so uh, I'm gonna do it. And I might go over the top this time to to try to save that knee. <laughs> Yeah, I think we emphasize it a lot. Um, we go through end uh, of game situations every single week. Uh, Joe Blameyer, or Coach Blameyer, does a great job of showing all those situations when teams come back like that and how the game's never over. Um, Coach Frazier talks about it, how close these NFL games have become and how the end of game is where the games are won and lost. Um, and so we, we try to do a great job of our four-minute mode, running the timeout if we can, our defense making stops. And then when we get in those special teams onside kicks, you saw guys like Noah rallying to the ball and then recovering stuff. So we really go over those. We emphasize those. And we understand the NFL these days, uh, that it's closer than ever every single week. Um, and we have to play full 60 minutes if we want to win. Uh, reps, coaches will talk about reps, the most precious thing you have during the week. There's only so many of them to get it all done. And obviously Andy's track record speaks for itself. He knows how to manage those reps in practice. But when you have something like, you know, you guys were very good at short yards last year. You kind of struggled a little bit this year. Did you, is he kind of, okay, we're going to spend more time on this, does, or does he have a hard and fast, this many reps on this, this many on that, or does it kind of evolve over the over the year and as you see where maybe there's some problems? I think um, it's more in the film room and in the, the install meetings. Uh, we just really emphasize and kind of detail those things uh, even more than we usually do. Um, but we've, like you said, Country's had a great track record of, of getting those first downs in those short yarded situations. Um, and, I mean, we, we didn't have a great week in a – and a short week, and I think we just a little misses here and there. It's always just got like barely off one place or another. Um, I think as we get back in the normal flow of the season, that uh, hopefully we can go back to being great at those short yarded situations. Is um, not necessarily. Um, and they played their defense. They have a lot of great players. They have a great scheme. Um, and so they, they played their defense. I mean, I think maybe a couple more pressures than we had seen in, in the, the past year. Um, but I think we showed them when they pressured, we were able to hit some of the deep, the deep routes. I think mean, one to McColl and then one to, to Jay Watt. So, I mean, it's um, 
um, a thing where I'm sure defenses will test us to see if we can still have, hit those big shots when the pressures come. Um, I think if we show that, then we're going to have to go back to hitting those, those, those check downs and those shorter ones. So being able to do both is what makes our offense so great. What's some of the biggest challenges that you're going to face this weekend against, uh, I guess, the coach, obviously, they still have Stephon Gilmore, former mm-hmm. player. What type of challenges does that bring? Yeah, I mean, it's another defense that has, they're great at all levels. I mean, you said that Stephon Gilmore, um, the D- Darius Leonard, Shaquille Leonard will, uh, I'm thinking, probably be back. So he's a great linebacker, one of the best, not the best linebacker in the league. Um, their defensive line, all four guys, I mean, Yannick Ngakwe, Quidipay, um, Grover, I mean, Buckner, of course, uh, played, I've played against before. I mean, there's great players. So when you have that many great playmakers on a defense, uh, you understand how hard it's going uh, to be to get points. And so we have to execute at a high level if we want to go out there and win a football game. You guys have worked on that route in Texas. How gratifying is that that all these months later it pays off in a big game? Yeah, it shows that uh, all that hard work is going to pay off. I mean, uh, we, we did a lot in Texas, and all, those guys didn't have to be there. Uh, they were down there getting the work in, and you, you see it when you get to the games. I mean, they're making adjustments on the fly uh, that you wouldn't expect new receivers and new offense like this. And so uh, I think all that hard work is going to keep paying off, and we'll keep on and keep getting better and better as the season goes on. But what has he meant to the team since you know, you've gotten to know him through the offseason now through the two games? Yeah, I mean, the attitude that he brings every day is, uh, is huge. I mean, he's going to be a great player. He's going to have a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns and everything like that. Um, but the, the way he's able to be a leader in that receiving room uh, as someone who's new to a team, uh, I think it's going to keep making this offense and this team even better because you have a guy that comes to work every single day and he, he puts in that work and uh, he'll get more and more opportunities as the season goes on. Your numbers in the indoors are very good, right? Um, is there something about, besides the obvious, no wind? Sight lines, something that you feel comfortable, or do you think it's just kind of a coincidence? Maybe it's opponent driven. Yeah, I think most quarterbacks are usually pretty, are better in, in indoors, but I think it's just, you just go out there and play the game. I never really notice it. Um, I try to be better outdoors because that's where we play, and I want the playoffs to be an arrowhead. I feel like that's an advantage for us. Um, so uh, I haven't played a ton of games indoors, but uh, we've obviously had success when we had. had. So it'll be another great challenge for us to go to Indy, which is I mean, the atmosphere will be rocking, um, and uh, it'll be a great defense that we're going up against. Uh, Patrick, high school football, you're at the Blue Valley Southwestern West, I believe. And just I know you loved high school football growing up as a kid and playing throughout your slope, but what is it about going to high school games now and watching them now? Do you still see them analytically? Do you still see them like, oh, I'm just watching like one of my coaches – Kids play like how do you how do you enjoy high school football nowadays? Yeah, I know I still watch the game. I think I see it a little bit more. You see the concept of the what the offense is trying to do and the defense and everything like that. But it's cool just to be a fan uh, to go out there. That the place was rocking, man. The student section. I was I was a little surprised because I mean it, it compared to where where I'm at in Texas. And I mean I thought that they that there was no empty seats. That, um, it was a great football game, great players and everything like that. But uh, it was cool to go out there and watch. Uh, Brittany's been a two of them with me now, uh, so I don't know how many more I got. Um, but uh, but uh, it was cool to see. The only thing I say is those hashes are wide, man. I'm like, man, I can't. I don't remember those hashes being that wide. So uh, it's definitely cool to go out there and watch uh, some kids that you've kind of seen grow up throughout the, the years. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. 
questions including what are we missing when we work remotely or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking. From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the future of work, a PropG Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropG Pod wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, man. Um, you know, we talk about this, you know, all the time is that, you know, anybody can get the ball. Anyone can make a play, uh, no matter who's in that position. Uh, just know that when your number is called, you know, make the play. Uh, and that's just what it is. Uh, for myself, you know, I see myself, you know, being the guy that, you know, wherever they need me at, I'm there to be that guy, uh, inside, outside, whatever that may be. If they need me to block, I'm blocking. They need me to, to do this or that. Uh, I'm an all-around guy. The majority are you breaking off a route to follow Pat, especially when he's in scramble mode? Um, you know, you have a certain route, but then are you breaking off to just get open for him? Is oh, that the majority of time? Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, when, when Pat's scrambling and, you know, out of pocket, you know, all of us were all scrambling, trying to, you know, find a way to get the ball, you know, catch the football and make plays. And that's just, that's just the norm. How, how comfortable do you feel? Oh, very comfortable. Uh, like you say, you know, we've been practicing since, you know, all throughout OTAs, all throughout camp. So it's something that, you know, we do it in the game. And I'm not surprised that, we, you know, when we're scoring it. So, yeah. What, what, you know, working with Andy Reid now, you've had a chance to do it a little bit. I know you had the preseason and everything, but now go through the game week, the whole process. When, you know, what, what makes him, you know, Mike Tom was obviously a very successful coach as well, but what, what makes Andy Reid so successful? Honestly, I think it's just the attention to details. You know, uh, one of the biggest things that, you know, Leading up into the week, going into the game game week, the distractions are less, you know, and you're more focused on your job, your assignments, the details of your routes, your plays, and then one of the biggest things he always says before every game is, you know, show your personality out there, and I think that's really cool because, you know, everyone's has different personality. You know, mine's different between, you know, other guys on the team and other guys are different between, you know, a lot of other guys on the other side of the ball. So it's just really cool to go out there and everyone's just to have fun, fly around, play ball. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, although you know they're, they're they're struggling right now, I think they're a great team. They're they have a lot of you know puzzles uh, that they have on their defense. It's going to fit really really well. Um, I'm excited to go against Gilmore. You know, he's a guy that I went against multiple times when I was in Pittsburgh, uh, and him being at New England. So uh, it, it's really cool. You know, their middle linebacker. You know, he's a captain of the team. He's been doing it for so long. So um, I just got to give it up to them. So and we can't we can't go into this game taking it lightly, especially it being a away game. I think because honestly, you know, um, my since I've been in, in, in this position, you know, like I said, you know, knowing every position, knowing that, you know, Pat can trust you, that, you know, you know what you got on this route, on this play. Uh, for example, you know, uh, in a situation where, you know, someone goes down, you know, um, they, you, you got to fill that void. 
You know, it's just because it's a certain personnel for a certain, a certain player. At the end of the day, everyone has to know that position. Everyone has to know that play uh, because you never know when your time is called. You had a player tell me once, you know, all you want from a coach is <clears throat> put you in a good position, let you succeed, let you show what, what you can do. He said, when they don't do that, it's, you know, a bad spot. Not, not here, I don't think, obviously. But you ever had a time in your career where you're like, you know, what, what's this guy doing and what does that do for you as a player when the coach is maybe – you have the feeling that, hey, he's letting us down. Uh, I'm, I've never been in that position before. Um, you remember college? I mean, I figured you've been in pretty good places, right? Yeah, I mean, I, even at USC, I mean, I, I mean, Long Beach Poly is a good, really good school. USC is a really good school. Pittsburgh is a really good school. I mean, team, not school. but And then obviously coming here, yeah, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm fortunate to be, you know, a really good team. So when that day comes, I'm probably like year 12 and I'm somewhere like just – yeah, but <laughs> I have not yet. You, you guys came off an unbelievable game with the Chargers on a major stage. And after this game, you've got some big opponents looming. You said you're not taking them lightly, but in where this is placed, does it take a little more effort not to look past this group? Honestly, I don't even know who we have next. I just know that I have the Colts this you're week. big, bad dude. I'm, I'm, I'm just... I'm sure of it. Um, I'm, I'm sure of it. I mean, every team is really, really good. Um, but I think I take it week by week. You know, I focus on, you know, this week alone and the Colts and Indy is, is, is on our schedule for this week. So, and then once we get past Sunday, then boom, we're on to the next. Do you have a chance to play in front of your new fans now as a Chief here at home for the first time in a primetime game? Yeah, it was actually really cool. Uh, you know, for the first time, I was on the opposite side of the ball last year around, you know, going into the playoffs and, um, it's just really nice, you know, they, to hear the fans, you know, um, walk out the tunnel and they're like, Jew, like, that's really cool. <laughs> and then I also tell my teammates, I was like, damn, like, I remember we lost here in the playoff. And, you know, the, the board said, it says, due to too many touchdown scores, we ran out of fireworks. So I want to be on this side when, when that happens. So that's pretty much it. Oh, yeah, it's kind of just right now it's been uh, next man up. Uh, it's kind of the mindset we have right now. Um, again, really is my guy. Um, been checking in on him as a, as a person, as a father, uh, making sure that uh, he's keeping his head up and we're, we're going to keep moving forward. But, uh, again, uh, we got a lot of guys coming in every single day uh, to put work in uh, since training camp to give us the opportunity to go out there and play uh, and play our best. So we're going to keep stacking days, and when we get really back, uh, we'll be ready to go. Um, again, we're going to be missed, but we got to keep going. He, he told us at training camp basically, you know, how he was doing better mentally and everything like that. He loves football. Mm -hmm. Knowing he can't be in the building for about two weeks, um, you said you spoke to him, but how do you feel you need to reach out to him since, like, you guys are the pair out there um, to help him through this two weeks? Because you know it'll be tough for him. Uh, yeah, uh, this is a game. Um, we both talked about that. Uh, it's just a game, and uh, see people as that. I'm worried about as a person. Uh, as a father, as a son, um, as a father of Christ, uh, those things right there is kind of things I'm kind of keeping in touch with him. Uh, with um, I know he's back. At, I think he went to go see his family, uh, stuff like that. So that's uh, kind of more so what I'm worried about of uh, these next two weeks. You get an opportunity to give y'all a message, and you got for the next four games. Uh, you have an opportunity to talk to the linebacker group before the suspension came down. And what's his message to y'all? Um, he kind of talked to us. Uh, we had a, a little heads up about it, um, but. Again, his mindset is uh, come up there and give us our best. Um, that's kind of what his expectation is for us. Um, he wants to go out there and execute and have fun, and he wants to see his his juice uh, flow through us. So uh, we want to try to bring that to the game. What tells 
for Willie over the next couple weeks here? Uh, going back to training camp, OTAs, uh, he's been here for a while now. I know the scheme might be back by his hand. Uh, it's kind of similar to me. Um, and so he comes in every single day and, and puts his heart shot for our team. Uh, he executes the game plan, uh, flies around, has fun, uh, plays with great energy. Uh, that's kind of the things that we kind of uh, pride our defense on. So I have no uh, questions. He's going to come in, uh, ready to play, uh, and make plays for us. What kind of challenges Jonathan Taylor for you guys pick? Uh, he's special. Uh, an elite running back in this league. Um, when the ball's in his hands, he can, he can get north and south uh, quick in a hurry and break tackles uh, in second, third level. So uh, we've got to make sure that we, we set a front uh, with, with our, our seven guys and um, Check the hip and make sure we make tackles in space, and that's going to be the name of this game. Everybody has a different um, strength, and Willie's was is speed. Um, Darius probably has something else, but I don't know many people who are as fast as Willie out there and mm -hmm. what he can do. So how do you adjust? Do you kind of have to help him a little bit, or how how did it work in training camp that you'll have to take care of in the next four weeks? I think it comes down to the other ten guys uh, rallying around D. Harris as he makes his uh, start. Uh, we got to make sure we're flying to the ball. Uh, we got 11 hats to the ball at all times, so it's not just him making the plays um, and placing really, it's all of us. Um, so uh, if we get 10 guys to the, or 11 guys to the ball uh, making tackles, uh, we all, again, like I mentioned earlier, uh, set the line of scrimmage with our D line and the second, third level guys fit and make tackles out there in space, I think we'll be fine. Nick, the Colts mentioned that Michael Pittman is going to practice today, so if he actually does go on Sunday, what kind of threat would he be? You know, him and Mike Bryant have had quite a lot of. Uh, Connections in week one. So, what do you see as some of the threat? Oh, yeah, he's a big receiver, a good vertical threat. That's your bigger guy. You're asking the run block a little bit as well. So, he brings another a part of physicality to the offense um, in terms of our receiver room as a deep block threat and also additional as a run blocker uh, on walking screens and stuff like that. So, uh, he'd be essential to their offense. And um, if he goes out there, we're excited to play against him. Uh, uh, football, again, again it's, it's a game. I don't really feel uh, added pressure. Uh, my job is to go out there and, and give our, our, def our defensive players the call and go out there and execute uh, and also have fun by doing it. And so I've been doing that my whole life and I'm going to continue to do so. When you get a rookie return, uh, you know, a pick six, 99 yards, mm -hmm. how does that just give a jump start to the defense when it's a younger player like mm -hmm. that who makes a play? Oh, yeah, I mean, that was a special play. Uh, again, I was talking to him before the game. Um, didn't know that it was going to be that big for us, but I knew he had a chance to go out there and make plays for us. And so I was excited for him. Uh, I guess that's, that's a glimpse of what our young guys can do on our football team. And um, he's just one. It's a whole bunch of them. I can go out there and make plays for our team. But, again, it's exciting for him, and I was proud of him. Uh, we're going to keep training that way. Well, he's player of the week. Like, do you get a big oh. head with that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can, but I don't think, I think that's not the type of guy he is. I think he comes in every single day and works uh, works hard at his craft. Uh, he has that chip on his, on his shoulder for being a seventh-round pick, and he carries that. Um, and so he wears that pretty well. A couple more. You had a similar play last year. You recovered the fumble and ran, like, 95-yard trip. Mm -hmm. You guys compared at all? Uh, well, his looked a little bit better than mine. It almost <laughs> fell, so uh, he didn't do that. So. Uh, he had a had cruise into the end zone, but it was a hell of a play he made uh, down on the goal line and actually changed the game. So um, I was proud of that. But his looked a little bit more better informed than I did. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Now you're a superstar. <laughs> I mean, look what happens in a week. No, it's crazy world, huh? So what's happened to you? Has your phone lit up? Have you gotten offers from, you know, commercials? I mean, how has a play like that changed your life? My phone's been muted for the past, I would say, five days. It was going off. I just muted it. I didn't want Plus, it was my birthday, so my phone was going off. I just muted it. I'll probably start checking it sometime later this week. 
Take him a birthday present, uh, yeah. AFC Defensive Player of the Week, man. How's it yeah. feeling? Um, I'm very humbled. Yeah. Um, it's a great feeling. But got a 24-hour rule. Yeah. Celebrate it. Um, glad it was on Thursday. I can celebrate a little longer than 24 hours. But I'm on to the next one. Patrick Mahomes said that it was going to be your birthday because of the interception. Did he repay the favor? How was the favor repaid you know, since he said it was going to be your birthday? Yeah, we, um, he had a um, birthday party. Went there, my face was over the place. Um, they had a cake for um, me and him, so it was a good time. You uh, keep the TD ball? Of course. What are you going to do with it? Uh, I'm going to put it in a um, case. Yep. Can you bring us through the moment of just finding out that you were the NFL's AFC Player of the Week? Uh, who told me? I think Chris Lamont told me this morning. I was I I didn't expect it because I know a couple of players had um, good weeks, but I was just humbled, truly blessed. I, I know you're so forward looking, but in the in the frame of reference of just being a seventh rounder and able to uh, accomplish that so quickly, you know, what does that mean to you? It means a lot. Um, shows all the hard work, and dedication I put in. Um, once you get here, I don't think it matters where you got drafted. Everyone's in the same position and just got to come each day. Put your head down and um, work, and that's what I did. I know when we talked to you after the game, it was a bit of a blur, right? You didn't remember exactly what you did at the end zone and all this stuff. But since then, we've kind of seen that, like, Everett was a little bit gassed and tired on the replays. Did you guys notice that beforehand, What before the play happened, where, you know, because he didn't really, like, really run around because he looked like he was a little tired. Did you see that before? Um, me being a rookie and not as experienced, I didn't, but um, the drive before when we were on the sideline, Jay Reed was telling everyone they're gassed and they're tired, just keep going. So um, I was just looking at my man. It was like, he's tired, he's tired, he's tired. And someone told me he has to come out to play before, yes. but they told him to stay in. And I just made a play on the ball. Jalen, uh, the touchdown aside, how do you feel like you're playing? I mean, are you pretty happy with what you've done through two games this early in your career? I feel like the great part about football, you can never perfect it. It's always room for improvement. So I never get complacent on what I've done in the game. I always look on things I can improve on, which is a lot. So, so. what can you do for an encore then? What can I do for what? An encore. A hundred yards? I don't know. We'll have to see. I mean, a lot of expectations. That play was a game changer. Mm -hmm. Everything, momentum and everything shifted from that point. Did you feel that too, a different energy on the defense after that play? Yeah, I think everyone felt it. It brought an extra energy to the um, to the team as a whole, not just the defense. And um, we had a bend but don't break mindset. And fortunately, that's what happened. And now we're on to the next one. So what about your next celebration in the end zone? What Have you been working on one? I have, but I don't know. It's just like the crowds now. I get so excited. My mind just goes blank, and I forget everything that I practice in my mirror. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned uh, needing to improve on some things, just whatever you're willing to share. Just what, what, do you, what would you like to see uh, yourself do better on film next week? Um, I think I did pretty well in coverage. I want to um, finish better, um, getting the ball out. Um, the speed is different. Um, being in open field, trying to tackle ball carriers. So um, just tackling open space, which is so hard to do at this level. And um, just see things faster. Keep watching film. Get a better chemistry with the um, guys I'm running with now.
Jalen, everyone got to know a little bit more about your story based on Thursday, but I think one of the errors on our part was we didn't ask you, what, what is your mother's name um, so that we can give her a proper shout-out? It's Coco. It's right here, tatted on my arm. <laughs> yep. When I'm going through hard times, I just look down, think about her, keep pushing. What did she? Uh, what did she tell you? Because I, I, I think you told us she was she was at the game. Yeah. So so how was the post game conversation? And she just gave me a big hug, kept kissing me for like, cause she was there the whole weekend, just kept kissing me, telling me how proud she is of me. You didn't meet her. You still get her phone. <laughs> huh? You didn't meet your mom on the phone, did you? Oh, no. Okay. Well, my mom was with me, so okay. she didn't have to text me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Thank you all. Thank you. Congrats.